Everyone, welcome to today's episode of Tori 37. And today we're going to discuss keeping the faith. And I don't mean that just by the faith that you practice. I'm talking about overall your dreams and whether or not you think that they're actually going to come true. So let's dive in. So as you know, in my last couple of podcasts, I've discussed uh, mentorship and being able to move forward in my career. So I presented my female empowerment group to the person that I was interested in making my mentor, and she loved the idea. What came from that was something unexpected. Now I have a partnership with someone who I know is going to help me stay on the right track to get to where I need to be in life, especially career-wise. And for that to go a little bit further, where she shared that with her boss, who in turn liked the idea as well a lot, and now I'm looking forward to meeting somebody who's at the top of whatever group that is and being able to present that in the most professional way that I can to make this all a reality. Now, this was like less than, I would say, 72 hours. And for that, I'm proud of myself because I definitely came out of my shell enough to be able to put my points into the world and make sure that people understand where I'm coming from personally. I'm not just a girl who worked in the cafeteria. And since that's always brought up continuously, especially lately, um, I'm trying to make people understand that there's much more to Tori. Like I've said, I'm a person who exists on the outside. I am a person who is educated. I'm a person who has dreams and goals that don't just revolve around one specific area of the hospital. And I need people to understand that. I need people to understand that I want to be taken seriously. And if this is what helps me to get to that point, more power to me. And if in the end, this goes in a completely different direction, I at least have the tools that I need to manifest what I need in life. I strive to be so much more than what people give me credit for. I strive to be what's in my heart. Only I know what was held in my heart and my desires and When I do share that with people, I want them to understand. I don't just tell you because I'm just gonna blow smoke up your ass or whatever. I say that because I want you to understand what it is to fulfill whatever destiny you have out there. And you may think, hey, she's using the word destiny, she's using the word manifestation, it's kind of cliche. It's not cliche because a lot of people use those same phrases who are much more successful than I am, millionaires even, and that is how they relate to the public, how they relate to the people who are following their work. So, that's my point behind that. Moving on. Um, Me professionally, my goal is to work in an administration in a hospital, whether it be the current place that I work for or somewhere else. That is my goal. I want to be able to make a difference behind the scenes more than I am in front. I'm that person that, you know, I have the the belief that I just work better, you know, coming up with the ideas, follow through, that type of situation. Being in front of a camera, sometimes I think it's for me, sometimes I don't. And, you know, I want to try that with YouTube at some point. It's something, a fear that I have to kind of conquer. Like I've said about like Facebook lives and IG lives. Those are things that you have to have a really big audience to 
really do something with. And I mean, friends of mine have done it and they've been very successful. But I'm the type of person, like I said, that I record things ahead of time so that they can be put out there. They're scheduled for certain times, just like a lot of my posts that I put up on Instagram or even my blog post. Sometimes I get too busy, so I know that if I schedule something, you know, within my apps, I can make sure that you're still being given content. So it's not like I'm going away for a long period of time or if I'm like stuck boggled down with homework, I can't really, you know, reach you at that point. And for people who do work and also go to school, etc., have children, it is hard to multitask sometimes. And with me, I don't have any children. I have a cat child, but I don't have an actual human child. So I can't kind of can't like relate in that aspect, but I do understand a lot of my friends are parents. So the responsibility to your family first is very important. Obviously also juggling a job or whatever you're doing, like I said, also very valid and important. It's it's a multifaceted world where you want to be able to do as much as you can to get across to what you need to conquer in the end. Me, I guess my new conquering is trying to get a bachelor's degree. Now, when I spoke to my mentor, she asked me what my education was, and then she told me, you know, the steps I need to take to be able to get to the places that I need to be. And obviously that starts with a bachelor's. And while I'm, a, I'm afraid of school to a point, I also know what I'm capable of. I'm a good person academically. I think it's mostly the years that I'm gonna have to put into this. That's gonna be four years. That's on top of the two years that I'm clearly already looking at for my associates. And while I know that that is the main goal that I should be really focusing on, it sometimes makes me very, very intimidated. I am the type of person who is like, oh, I like certain classes, but that's like math I'm not really fond of. And while I know that that, you know, is going to help me in the long run, even if I don't use it or apply it in life, it makes you a better person. It makes you well-rounded. It, it's something that, you know, even if it came up once in a conversation, you could probably mention which is, you know, where you really want to get in life. You want to put your all into what you're doing because you don't want to have to focus on a plan B. As I've been writing my latest post, um, it's called Nobody Knows But Me. Um, I kind of write about not having a plan B. I've never looked at a plan B when it came to Tour 37 at all. My thing is, if it doesn't succeed, that's something that I have to learn to deal with. But because I haven't had that issue, I don't look at as, you know, this is what you're gonna do. <sighs> Let me like rush around and do this, that, and the other. I built this company from the ground up. I used word of mouth, I've used my Facebook, I've used my Instagram. I've used plenty of things to talk about it. And you know what? I've been able to have an audience organically because of that. I've reached places that I would have never dreamed of in both this podcast and my blog because of the work that I've put behind the things that I say and the things that I do. I'm a walking billboard of my own company and when I fail, it fails. So when I look at something like that, I have to say to myself, the decisions that you make, they don't just affect you, they affect your company. You cannot put yourself in a negative light, have a negative mindset, and expect success. 
or even like little accolades along the way. Like I said, I've been introduced to magazines and been featured into them and, you know, interviews that I've had. I feel great about that. I'm really happy. And to be featured on places like The Mighty, which, like I said, mental health is one of the biggest things that I will preach and preach and preach. That is something that is never going away. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. It's something that I think as a stigma out there should always be addressed no matter what. And I don't feel like I'm trying to push this upon you. I just want you to think, think before you react in situations. People who seem very strong sometimes really aren't. Those are people who need you the most in life. That's kind of like a catalyst to me and that's something that I don't think will ever end. I will do this no matter what. And it's the same thing with Tory 37. It's a reality that I know what I've made. I know what I've created and it's my, my baby. And I'm gonna use every opportunity that I have put in front of me or create opportunities out of the littlest things and make myself a success. I'm self-made. I don't ever expect to be a gazillionaire. I know, gazillionaire. You're like, what? No. <laughs> I don't ever expect to be like super wealthy out of this. I just want to be to a point where I can feel fulfilled about what I'm doing. And that's great. That's all I want in life. To be happy. To feel fulfilled. To be a champion of having a mentality that I never gave up. There's so many times that I could have given up, especially in the beginning, when it was really, really hard for me. Before, you know, I started streaming on all these different platforms and saying to myself, yeah, well, you'll get there, you'll get there. And now I stream worldwide. Who would have thought that? Worldwide. What? Me? Tori? You serious? But I am. And people hear me and that's the voice I want to be. The voice of the people. And not just a specific group of people, just in general. I've taken this as something that you don't take for granted. Not everybody gets opportunities like this. Not everybody creates opportunities like this. You have to really reach inside of yourself and feel like you can do better. You can be better. Want more for yourself. This pandemic has taught me a lot about myself and how strong I am. I was a very weak person for quite a while and it took a lot for me to, you know, share my story with people, share my real story with people. That was really tough for me. But I know that a lot of people have been through that same situation. And while they don't talk about it, I talk about it. It's kind of a therapy to me to finally put out what I have experienced and why I've been the way I've been. Without that, I don't think that I would be able to reach as many people as I can or do. You want to share the darkness as much as you share the light with people. Not everything is black and white. There's many colors out there. There's the grays, there's the greens, there's the blues. All of those hues build up to a, a rainbow. 
the rainbow that flows upon you or above you. You have to remember where that is, especially during the deep times. The deep times when you feel really, really depressed. And I've been there, so I understand. Not every day is sunshine. And when you're internally beating yourself up over things, you, you really, you have to digest that you're not for everyone. I'm not for everyone and I totally get that. And again, that's okay with me. I mean, I don't expect to be. But I, what I do expect is that for the people I am for, they're taking something away from what I'm doing. You're feeling a little bit better about yourself. You're truly hearing the voice inside your head saying, you can do this. You will do this. I will succeed. We will succeed. Because you will. It doesn't matter how much time it takes to get there. And on the hardest days of your life, you're going to sit back and you're going to say, somebody else felt this. I'm not alone in this battle. No, you're absolutely not alone in this battle. I'm here. I hear you. I hear you like you hear me. We're never alone. We're always together. The virtual hand is out there. Those days that you cry yourself to sleep. I've been there too. I know what that feels like. I know how much that hurts. I know that it's a, it's a tough pill to swallow when you don't get what you deserve, when you don't get what you need and desire. But I also know what is out there is so much more. You have to be able to take those steps out of your comfort zone to get there. I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of heights because of vertigo. But I wasn't always afraid of heights. I started becoming more and more afraid of heights after my mom passed away. And I attribute that to when she was in Rhode Island. She was on the fifth floor. And I was always okay going up there and, you know, I was always okay with her being on different floors in the hospital that I work at too. Um, As she laid in a coma one day, I looked outside from the window and I saw nothing but emptiness, absolute darkness as she was breathing through tubes. At that moment, my fears started. The fear that she wasn't always going to be here with me. The fear that I was going to be alone in this world, even though I had people around me. That I was losing grip on a situation that I couldn't have really even begun to have control over. I had to release the control. I think that was the hardest thing in my life. From that moment on, I was afraid. I couldn't look out hospital windows the same. I had a job that I trained for at the hospital that I had to stop doing because I couldn't explain why I was like that, other than the height. You have to work through that yourself. And while that's something that I'm still working through, I, I have vertigo, so I mean, that's something that I can't help. That was from an accident, so that kind of contributes to it, but I also think that it feeds upon it and feeds upon my fears and that's something that I don't want to always do I want to control my fear I have to let go to let go 
And while that may not make sense to you, it makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, Abby. Um, <laughs> letting go to let go is giving up the power of a situation or a thing or an item that controls you. Do I always want to live in fear of heights? Absolutely not. I started actually using the steps at work. There was a period of time where I was petrified to do that, but I'm getting better. And as time goes on, I'll continue to climb those stairs, not in fear, knowing that I'm completely safe in a building. I'm completely safe everywhere. I have steps in my building at home, and I know that I'm going to a destination even though sometimes the height gets to me, it scares me a little bit, but I know I'm safe, I'm grounded, I'm okay. You have to believe that about every situation in your life. You're safe, you're grounded, you're okay. You can get through this. Take the damn deep breaths. Wipe those tears. You're going to be okay. Even if it means having setbacks in life. We all have them. And that's perfectly okay. We learn to grow from our setbacks. We realize that everything is okay in the end. We're going to get to a point where we don't have to worry about these things. And I don't know if you're looking for a specific goal or you need a specific... If there's drive behind what you're doing. Because I know that I'm a very driven person. And I don't give up on my dreams and I don't give up on the thoughts and I don't give up on anything. Because you know what? Even if I fail tomorrow, look how far I've come. So much further than I would have ever expected. I've become a household name which is something that I never thought was ever possible. I am able to be Googled by people, including myself, my grandparents. That was the proudest moment of probably my life for my grandfather to be able to look me up and see that there was a listing of his grandbaby, his daughter. So I know what is possible out there. But I also know that it takes a lot of work from the back end to get to that point. It takes a lot. I wouldn't just say therapy. I would say definitely, you know, meditative work, being able to vent and to put all that negative energy into something that is positive. And well, Yes, my, my thing is yoga or personal development or listening to an audiobook or going and running or walking in nature, taking photographs. I don't know, I'm that, that type of person who was like well-rounded since I was a kid because of my mom and how much she wanted me to succeed. I don't expect anybody to do the same things. Sometimes that's just spending time with your son or daughter, cuddling with your child, you know, hanging out with your animals feeling free, being with your girlfriends, being with your significant other. And even if you're a guy, hanging out with your guy friends, going fishing, playing basketball, watching sports, playing video games, those type of things. Anything that is a release, you wanna look for. You 
have to keep the faith that this is all going to pass. This is not forever. This, this year alone, 2020, which is clearly like, you swear we were here for five years at this point, like the memes say, this has been a very long year. You want, excuse me, sorry, drinking water. You want to be able to think beyond the bad, see the good, be the good. You want to be able to apply the knowledge that you create or the, what you obtain from others and use it as a tool. For instance, I like Kingdom Hearts and there's like a Keyblade, Sora cards. And that to me is a representation of how I feel. The power that is given to you. I know, a video game. I know, I get it. It's kind of a weird metaphor, but here we are. Um, It's something that I can use as something that's so powerful because with that, he's able to kill the enemies or he can obtain things from it or he sees the power of whatever memories that he had. To me, I don't have a keyblade. I do have my phone. I have my computer. I have my iPad. I have my voice. My voice amplifies way more than those things do. And that's something that I use to create what I do. And my microphone, which I'm very thankful for. All of the things that I've been given this year, I am eternally grateful for. To be finally have a voice that you don't even expect. To feel the sunshine on you. And it means so much more to me. It's not just going out into nature anymore. To me, it's like, hey, you know, this is great. You gotta enjoy the little things in life because we were inside for too long this year. Too long. This has been a long, long six months. This is something that you're never gonna forget. And I think that the circumstances behind everything that's happened, while we'll never truly know, there's always just that hearsay. We have to learn from this experience. We have to take something away from this. And whether you believe what you want to believe or not, it's not about that. It's not about politics. It's not about, you know, this or another country. It's about looking inside of ourselves. What has this taught you? What has this brought to you? The negative, the positive, the in-between, the mundane. I think we've all learned a lot from this. I was able to walk away from something that no longer served me. I was able to walk into something that did. I found a different part of me that always existed, but was always just quieted by the voices. The voices of saying, you can't do this. Turned into, you're a fucking rock star. Hey. You never know where life is going, but you do know that the direction that you choose, you choose, not somebody else chooses for you, is the right direction. And even if it's the wrong one, screw it, exist, do it, fight through it. You don't wanna be able to walk somebody else's path, you walk your own. 
I know that my path is going in the right direction. I know what I'm doing is something that is beyond my dreams. I know that the feeling that I've gotten lately (laughs) is something that I could have never felt in the past and enjoyed until this year. 2020, the year of mystery, the year of the year of everything. The year of renewal and rebirth. We're walking into 2021. <sighs> Uncertain, but we know at this point, this point in time that whatever happens, happens. Whatever's meant to be, you can't stall. You can't stop. You go forward. And you take away all the doubt. Let it fall away from you. Resolve to let go of that control. And let the light in. The darkness that you're feeling right now. It's not forever. It will never be forever. It will always be something that comes into your life that, yeah, it wrecks it for that time. But it's also something that is important for us to take away from that. The pain that you feel is testing your faith. It's testing everything in you. But at the same time, it's teaching you something. It's teaching you how strong you are. To elevate yourself. To feel so much better about the person that you are growing through this. Yes, it's bullshit. I completely agree with you. But you rise above it. You learn, dig in those damn heels, and you make the situation work for you. And the people who aren't there for you, you remember that too, because you know what? You have to work through that. Forgive yourself and forgive them. Because it's not worth you fighting internally or externally for something that's not worth your time. Always remember what's here in front of you in this moment it's what's shaping your life wherever you may be right now whether it be at work whether it be at school virtually whether it be at home trying to drown out the noise of your kids screaming in the background you have to take that and make it so much more you have to take the smallest moments and make them win Make them work for you in ways that it doesn't work for others. Because without that, you can't apply anger, resentment to situations. I learned that from one of my classes, that forgiveness is one of the most important emotions you feel. Because when you let go of the grudges, the anger, the intent of whatever you had in the past, no matter how long you've, you've held on to that, it's causing a rift within your heart. You don't have to necessarily talk, talk to the person. You can talk to yourself, write a letter to yourself, write a letter to them, don't mail it, whatever. But you know what? The conflict that resolve, and the resolve that, that is inside of you is not dissipating because you're not allowing it to be. You're holding on to the anger anger manifests and festers and it creates blockages in your life and in your heart that you often can't get rid of 
I finally decided to let go of a couple of situations that I've been feeling really resentful for, for probably three or four years. The moment I stopped doing that, it felt like an absolute relief upon my system. You can't change what happened in the past, and even if you could, would it really be the outcome that you wanted it to be? Most likely not. But to let go of that situation and say to myself, you're so much more than this. You deserve better. They deserve better. They may not even know that you resent them. They may not feel, no, it feel the anger that you feel towards them or whatever. But to let it go. Let it go into the universe and move on. You feel so much better. Catch and release. That's what you do to your thoughts. And you know what? The blessings and the love and everything that you've been desiring are gonna come from that. You have to forgive yourself first. I've learned to forgive myself for things that I could not control for things that I couldn't have even dreamed of. Now, I'm in a much better place. My heart feels full. Not jagged, not angry, not empty. Full. I've learned to love the person that I am and the person I'm becoming. You need to find that self-love too. It's important. You're evolving. You're creating, you're dreaming, manifesting, resolving, loving, worshiping, dreaming. You're truly coming into your own right now. Nothing can stop you. Take care.